everyone and welcome back to the News Agent Podcast. My name is Andrea Warmington and I'm the Senior Content Manager here at Goodlord. Today's podcast is a recording of our webinar on the changes to right to rent for EU, EEA and Swiss citizens, which came into effect in England on the 1st of July. To discuss those changes, we have David Smith, a partner at JMW Solicitors, talking to Customer Success Manager at Goodlord, Elise Page. They talk through the new process and how the changes will affect agents, as well as answering letting agents' questions. Just a small note, there is a little bit of background noise, a little bit of typing, which I'm sure anyone who works in a shared office will understand. Hopefully it doesn't interrupt your listening experience. So let's get into it. Good morning, everyone, and thank you for joining us today. I'm Elise, Customer Success Manager here at Goodlord, and today I'll be joined by David Smith, partner at JMW Solicitors, to talk all about the upcoming right to rent changes. We're very lucky to be joined by David this morning. So, David, good morning, and thank you very much for joining us. Can you just take a moment to introduce yourself to our audience listening in? Oh, introducing myself. I always hate this bit. Um, my name's David Smith. I'm a partner at JMW Solicitors in London. I mostly do residential landlord and tenant law and, and sort of things around that regulation and such stuff that, that sits around the property sector. Apparently, I'm a specialist, according to some people. Other people, including my wife, think I'm just very, very boring at dinner parties. So take take your pick. Perfect. Thank you, David. Well, we're certainly looking forward to learning from your expertise this morning. So to kick us off, can you please give us a background on Right to Rent and its initial introduction? Yeah, wow. That's a, that's a, that's a tough start. Um, the Right to Rent. Um, I mean, obviously, the Right to Rent is born of a, of, of a sort of view about about immigration in the UK and was part of, of under the, the the now quite long ago Cameron government and then the May government uh, when Theresa May was Home Secretary this idea we would have a hostile environment for, for people who shouldn't be here and it was part of that and there was a sort of belief that there was a, a sort of nexus between uh, people coming into the country and and landlords of various stamps cooperating, as it were, to hide these people around the country and help them reside. So in order to make it more difficult, um, the, the obligation was thrown onto landlords to ensure that people who lived in their properties had a right to rent. This is not quite the same as a right to reside or right to work. It sort of sits between them. Um, but, but basically, if you want to rent a property in the United Kingdom uh, for, for, to live in as a, as a home, as opposed to, for example, to a holiday, you must have a right to rent. Landlords are obliged to make sure people have rights to rent. And the way to do that is to carry out a right to rent check. Slightly perversely, you're not actually obliged to do right to rent checks. But if the people in your property don't have a right to rent and you haven't done a right to rent check, then you'll be penalised. If they don't have a right to rent check and you did do a right to rent check, but were fooled by by good quality felt forgeries and things like that, then you're okay. So so we sort of tend to lump them together. But technically in the law, the obligation is to make sure people in your property have a right to rent. And doing a right to rent check establishes what's called the statutory excuse for situations where it transpires later. Those people didn't have a right to rent. Now, just to make things more squirrely, we've also had some COVID adjustment and all of this. So under the original position on the right to rent, 
all right to rent checks had to be done face to face with original documents in hand. And there was a very limited exemption for certain situations where you would use original documents and have the person on a video link. But that was pretty rare stuff. Because of COVID, what we can currently allow for a period of time is you can do the checks by video link with a scan of the original document in hand. So you can't you can't have a document shown to you with a video link. It must be sent to you first on a scan, and then you look at it while doing a video check. Um, when that was originally put forward, the idea was that you would do this check on video link, and you would have to, at some future date, redo the check properly in person. That's all now changed. You do not have to repeat the check. So a video check done during COVID is a good check for the purposes of right to rent. You won't need to repeat it. Although obviously for time limited right to rent checks, you will, but we'll get to all of that in a bit. Um, And that video uh, check process runs through now to the 31st of August. After the 31st of August, assuming no further extensions, right to rent checks must be done face to face. But... Under the new regime, which comes into force on the 1st of July, which we're just about to talk about, some right to rent checks can, in fact, now be done by video completely. But we'll get to that in just a moment. They were to steal Elisa's thunder. (laughs) Perfect. Thank you, David. Anything just before we jump into that, could you just cover off for us the previous right to rent process? Yeah, so the previous process is that people who are British nationals or EU or EEA or Swiss nationals or have a right to reside in any of those places can either show you a, one document from what we call uh, a group, uh, group A, uh, list A group one, which is their passport, basically. So you can get to see a British passport or an Irish passport or a French passport or a Swiss passport or a French identity card or a permanent residence card from any of those places. Um, or you can get two documents from list B. So a UK driving license plus UK birth certificate, for example, will get you on list B. Um, if it's anyone else, they need to show you a passport with a visa, basically, or some form of biometric residence card or biometric visa that shows they're allowed to stay in the UK. Um, if people are British or EA or EU or Swiss citizens, that will technically give them a permanent right to rent. So you'll never have to check them again. Anyone else who's on a visa is likely to have a time limited right to rent, which is a minimum of 12 months or such longer period as their visa shows. And you will then have to repeat their right to rent check at the end of their, their time limited right to rent. But as, as, as we've already suggested, from the 1st of July, it's all different. Brilliant. So, David, I think it's it's time for the moment we've all been waiting for. What are the new changes? And more importantly, how do they affect our agents listening in today? Yeah, that's a, that's a, a big question. <laughs> um, uh, basically, unsurprisingly, as you may have noticed, we have left the EU um, after a small referendum that, that never made it into the news at all and no one ever talked about. So, so because of that, everything's different now. And, and, and of course, EU, EEA and Swiss nationals no longer have a right to enter and leave the UK uh, in, in, some, in some special EU way. Um, if they were already here, they will, now have what, they will now have to obtain, by the end of this month, in fact, they will have to obtain settled status or they will lose their right to be here and they will lose their right to access services. And that's the same, of course, for UK nationals in other European countries and depending on, on the way each country has run their system. 
Um, so they, they will need to have settled status. If people want to come into the country from the EU, they will need to have a visa and they will need to be able to prove their status um, to you. And most of this is being done through an online digital portal. It's not, it's not um, universally done through the online digital portal um, because some people may actually have passports with visas in them. But anyone who's got settled status because they were here already, that is a digital only status. And they will only be able to show that through the, the new online portal. People who are coming into the country um, from the EU to reside here permanently are likely to end up with a biometric visa. And they will actually be able to show you either a physical document or allow you to use the online portal. Um, over time, it is likely the online portal will expand. It's, it's currently quite limited in scope. Um, it's likely to expand, though, and the, and, the, and the clear aim of the government is to move all of this into a digital sphere and to have everyone demonstrating both their right to rent and, in fact, their right to work as well um, due, uh, due to the um, uh, entirely on, 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 a, on, a, on a, in a digital mechanism. Perfect. Thank you. And for any Good Lord customers listening today, we'll be posting an update in your agent hub early next week on how we'll be supporting you as you, you adapt to these changes, essentially. Um, finally, David, I think there have definitely been other elements at play in the past year that have also impacted right to rent checks, COVID being at the front of everyone's mind here, probably, and what you've alluded to already. But can you take us through the other changes in more detail? Yeah, there's, oh, wow, there's so many. <laughs> so, so I mean, the starting point here is is is, is that is that um, we've changed things for um, for EU nationals and so on. So, what we also did, and this is where it gets even more complicated, is is a little while back the government sort of quite subtly said, "Oh, there's something different for B5 JSSK nationals." So, this is part of the UK's wild ambition to, or, or, or perfectly reasonable ambition, depending on your political viewpoint on these things to enter into trade deals and some and various kind of exciting arrangements with different countries around the world. And, and as part of that, we, we've, we've sort of slightly liberalised the position for what we call B5J SSK nationals. Don't worry, I'm going to explain that in just a minute. So B5J SSK means big five, that is the UK. These are the traditional big five from, from the Second World War. So the UK... USA, Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. Obviously, we don't need to worry about the UK so much in this context because it's an immigration thing. So B5, J, Japan, S, Singapore, SK, South Korea. So B5, J, SSK in this context refers to the United States, Canada, Australia, New Zealand, Japan, Singapore, and South Korea. So people from any of those countries have for a little while now, actually, been able to enter the UK using the biometric passport, the electronic passport gates you see at major airports like Heathrow. Uh, so if any of you have flown through Heathrow at any time in the last two or three years now with a new biometric passport, you'll have, you've, you've been able to choose to not go up to an immigration officer. You can go to a, to a machine that scans your, your, um, your eyes, makes you take glasses off if it's me, um, and then says it doesn't recognise you anyway, and then makes you go to see a see a see an immigration officer. Or if you're very lucky, and not me, it it, it lets you through and says it recognises you, and it, and it reads details off the passport. So anyone from a B5 JSSK country who's got a visa which they've obtained electronically, which they can do in advance, is able to pass through a biometric passport gate, and those people will have a right to rent for six months. So if they're entering the UK for more than six months, they have to get a proper visa. 
which will be stamped into their passport. But if they want to stay in the UK for less than six months, they are allowed to establish a right to rent using their passport from one of those countries and evidence of entry into the UK in the last six months. So, and they can, that can be physical or electronic. So they can show you a boarding pass from their airline, either physically their boarding pass or on their mobile phone. And you take a copy of that. And that is sufficient to establish a time-limited right to rent for six months. But of course, it's a time-limited right to rent. And their minimum eligibility period is actually a year. So they have a time-limited right to rent that is technically longer than their right to be in the country. But we don't need to worry about that. That's not your problem. That's the Home Office's problem. Now, what makes this particularly squirrely from the 1st of July is the B5JSSK rules also apply to EEA nationals. So despite the fact that I've just cheerfully said EA nationals need a visa to come into the UK, if they're coming into the UK for less than six months, they could obtain that visa electronically. It won't be in their passport. Um, and they can use the electronic passport gates and you don't need to use the online service to check them. What you actually can do is look at their passport, see they're from France, see their boarding pass that shows they've landed in the UK uh, three days ago. And that those two documents together are enough to give you a time-limited right to rent um, for a minimum of 12 months, um, at which point you would need to recheck them uh, in, in, uh, using the traditional method of rechecking. And, and that recheck will almost certainly be using the online system because they then would have applied for an online status. How's that? Perfect. And I think we have a little bit more on COVID updates if you wanted to recap those and add anything different. Yeah. So, so as I was saying already, um, COVID's made things even more complicated and it's sort of warming us up for some online video checking. Um, so as I indicated, online video checking is, uh, for the first time, is possible for anybody who is using the online system. So someone who would start coming to you with a settled status uh, right to rent check, for example, is um is doing that using the online system. You don't need to see them face to face. You can do a settled status check uh, using the online home office system and and a video call. Um, that's perfectly acceptable because there's no physical document involved. And as sort of as a warm up for that during COVID, uh, that wasn't actually obviously the purpose of COVID. I hasten to add, COVID was not created to to warm us up for for online right to rent checks. Um, Right, right to rent checks are, are online during COVID specifically and, and obviously to discourage people from face-to-face interaction. We allow you to do live checks using a scanned document. Remember, that means I can't hold up my passport to the camera. I must scan it to you first and then you do a video check with me. Obviously, you make me move to make sure I'm not holding up a picture of my face and I'm real. Um, and you compare that to the scanned document. Those checks are now valid until the end of August. Um, use, uh, but of course, in some senses, they, they go away because they get overridden by the new system from the 1st of July to some extent for a lot of people. Um, but but um, those are valid to the end of August. And there is now no requirement to repeat those checks um, after the end of August in a physical sense. Of course, you should bear in mind that if you would establish a time-limited right to rent... In the early part of COVID, you will, of course, need to repeat that time-limited right to rent check. And that, and that might, might, might need to be done after the 1st of September. And that, of course, will be a repeat check. And that might be done face-to-face, depending on the check that you're doing. Okay, So, for example, if you had someone who'd entered the country from, I don't know, Qatar, 
in um in 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 the on the 5th of september in 2020 and showing you a, a, a visa and obtained a time limited right to rent check which they've done online you will need to recheck them before their 12 months is up so early september and if you're doing that check after the 31st of august you will need to do that check face to face um and they they will not be on the digital system so it will be a face-to-face check and you'll be looking to see a new visa in their qatari passport to show that their entitles still be here for example Brilliant. Thank you, David. We have a few questions that have come in now on that kind of basis. Just one or two. Um, And if anyone right now does have anything else, please pop them in. Um, But I'm going to kick off with these. Uh, There are a few more practical examples as well. Um, So I'm going to start off. We've had the first question in that I've got here is if we do the online check on the government website, do we also have to physically see the passport document after the 31st of August also? If you're using the online website, so for, so which is primarily at the moment for people who are settled status or have a biometric permit, you do not need to see a physical document. It's an online-only check. You do not even need to see them face-to-face. You can do it by video call. And what happens is they can either give you a code And you then go to the government's website and do be very careful that you're going to the right website. Fake websites will appear at some point. So you must use the government's website and you will type in the code plus the person's date of birth. So you'll need that. And that will then take you to a page which you can look at and you must look. What you can't do is have the tenant log in and show you it on their phone or or on a a device. You must log in on your own machine and, and use the code, or alternatively, the individual can send you a share code or a share link, which will come to you from a specific email address, write.to.rent.service at notifications.service.gov.uk. Um, you will get an email from that address specifically with a link in it, and you will then be able to click on that link to view the, the tenant status. You will need to obviously make sure that any any filters or spam filters or whatever you've got in your email are allowing emails from that email address through. But also you will need to be careful because, again, fake email addresses will spring up. So we'll jump into our next question then from Henry this morning, who asks, is it right then that EEA, Iceland, Switzerland and Norway citizens can simply use their passport and boarding pass to prove their right to rent when they first arrive and then prove it with a share code thereafter? Yes. So if they're, if they're first coming into the country, they have the same facilities, B5 JSSK nationals. They can show you a passport and a boarding pass, and that will, will tide them over. It's technically a six-month right, but it's a 12-month right for your purposes. And, and in theory, at that uh, during that 12 months, they'll get themselves squared away with a proper system, and they will then hopefully send you a share code when they redo their check. And if they've achieved settled status, of course, that then gets them a permanent right to rent and the job's done, basically. We'll we'll jump into the next one from Melanie. Do we need to get a visa or right to rent checks from tenants already in situ? No, because they already have a permanent right to rent. You can't take away their right. But obviously, there's a a more subtle point here, sorry. Um, if, If I'm doing a renewal on a on a tenant who's who's in the same property with the same landlord and isn't changing... Um, and they've already established a permanent right to rent. They still have a permanent right to rent, uh, never mind whether or not settled status and all the rest of it. But if you're an agent, you're moving them to a different property, then then uh, 
it, it wasn't uh, it, it will be it will have to be redone and at that point of course their settled status will be a factor and their previous permanent right to rent is no good so permanent right to rent is kind of tri- tied to a property um, we have a, a similar question from ian which asks what action is taken if a recheck is done and they fail if it's a recheck then you have to report them. nice and, and straightforward from that one um We'll move into a question from Lauren, which asks, from the 1st of September, how do we do we go back to how we used to carry out right to rent, face-to-face verification? And when it comes to renewals, must we redo any right to rent we did this year electronically? Sorry, say that again. That's confusing. <laughs> so from the 1st of September, do we go back to how we used to carry out right to rent? Is the first No, part. because the change is on the 1st of July. So, so it kind of depends. I mean, if if you're checking somebody um, who's a UK national or an Irish national, then they they are sort of trad system because UK and Irish nationals we, we are, are, are not covered by settled status. You would just look at their passport as you've always done. If you're checking somebody who has already achieved settled status in the UK, then you will need to use the new digital system because the only way to um, prove settled status in the UK is the digital system um, after the 1st of July. So on the 1st of September, you'll have to do that. If you're checking someone from a third country that's not, that's not the EEA, um, if they're a B5 JSSK national, you'll be able to use their passport and boarding card. If they're from somewhere else altogether, it will be like the old system because you'll be losing a part, using a passport and visa. If they're from the EEA, then you might be using a passport or boarding card if they've just arrived, if they're if they've been here for a while, then it will be either a visa or settled status scheme. So it's it's got more complex. And this was this was and I did say this, I think, at the time. This is this was an inevitable consequence of leaving the EU and us having different deals for different people. Um, it was bound to be the case that uh, that that we were going to end up in that position. Perfect. Thank you, David. And the second part of the question was, when it comes to renewals, must we redo any right to rent that we did this year electronically? Um, well, there shouldn't be any difference. I mean, if, uh, if uh, you did a renewal, uh, re- renewals and right to rent aren't the same thing. So you're not obliged to check people's right to rent status just because you're renewing their tenancy. You're obliged to check it because they had a time-limited right to rent that's run out. If they had a time-limited right to rent that ran out during COVID, you should have still done the recheck, albeit online. Um, if you didn't need to do it, you didn't need to do it. So, so in a sense, it's got nothing whatsoever to do with COVID. Perfect. And we have one here from Kennedy, which asks, so to confirm, can we do the online portal for right to rent checks and no in-person checks for EU nationals, or will we still need to check in person post 31st August? It depends how you're checking them. Some EU nationals may have physical proof of their status. So, so those people will be checked traditionally. Um, so, so, but, but the digital system only applies at the moment to people with settled status or biometric residence permits. So if they're EU nationals using settled status, you'll have to check them online and you won't have any physical documents to check them with. Um, if they've got a biometric uh, document, then basically they can choose whether to show you the document or to tell you to go to the online service. And eventually it will get wider. More people will slowly move into the online service, but but at the moment it's really settled status 
and, and biometrics. I'm just going to jump in here as well. Someone's very, very, very sensibly asked, what about pre-settled status? Quite right. People who've got pre-settled status, um, you have to physically check their pre-settled status and, on, and use the online landlord checking service to confirm their pre-settled status. The, la- the online landlord checking service is not the same as the digital checking service for the purposes of, of, of settled status and biometrics. They're different services. So just make sure we're talking about the right thing here. Okay. So the landlord checking service still exists and, and it covers obviously people who have got who've got their documents with the home office for various purposes, like they're applying for a visa or a visa renewal. It covers pre-settled status. Also covers, just as, a, as, a, as an aside, people who have got settled status in Jersey or Guernsey or any of the Channel Islands because they issue physical documents. So if you've got settled status um, uh, as a French national in Jersey, it's not digital. You get a piece of paper from the Ballywick of Jersey. Um, and if you then want to come here, you still have settled status, but you have to show that. And, um, and, and then that has to be checked off and approved through the landlord checking service as well. So, so those are a bit more subtle. Thank you for that one, David. Um, we have another question in from Abigail who asks, if we have a tenant that had a previous permanent right to rent due to an EU passport, when the tenancy comes for a renewal, will they need to request a share code to prove settled status? No, people who have permanent right to rent on a renewal still have their permanent right to rent. If they're moving to a different property, obviously their permanent right to rent goes away and you will then need to prove their settled status. Perfect. Um, And we're going to link back around to a question that we asked earlier. We've had a follow-up to that one from one of our listeners today who asked that um, you mentioned before, if the right to rent check fails, we would need to report it. Report it to who they are asking. To to the Home Office, and there is an online reporting tool. Um, Again, all of these things are linked from the Landlord's Code of Practice. So I I would always suggest that you start the Landlord's Code of Practice, which is long-winded, I accept, and somewhat circular. Um, But I've I've given you a broad brush overview of it, but all the details are in there, and links to all of the things I've talked about are in there. And also, safe place as well, of course, to find your links rather than Googling for them. Perfect. And Christiane is now asking, can we raise a 12-month tenancy agreement for applicants that can stay in the UK for only six months? Yes, because a time-limited right to rent is for 12 months or such longer period as the document provides. So if I've got a three-year visa, then my time-limited right to rent is three years. If I've got a six-month visa, my my right to rent is 12 months. Obviously, renting to someone for 12 months who's got a six-month visa is a hazardous is a hazardous exercise and you may wish to consider that carefully um, there is a problem there because the government's discrimination advice does suggest that you shouldn't apply that 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 point of view but I just think it's it's a bit ridiculous perfect thank you um, Oliver has a slightly different question now which is are the new right to rent checks still required for existing tenants where there is a change of occupancy so two tenants renting a property tenant two moves out but tenant one remains behind and you're drawing up a new contract would this then be considered a new tenancy and therefore require a new right to rent even though they are in the same property still yes it would always be considered a new tenancy because they're different people 
Nice and straightforward. And a kind of similar uh, question here again that's just come through about renewals. Should there be a replacement change of sharer? Will the right to rent checks and compliant being compliant with the changes need to be done with the incoming tenant? So exactly the same there again. Yeah, same answer. Brilliant. And Janine is asking, can a visitor from the USA with a visitor's visa establish right to rent for a property for 12 months using passport and a boarding pass? Yes, if you've entered it, if you've entered the UK with a pop from the US with a with an electronic visa, with it, which is a, they 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 allow you to stay here for up to six months, so they will allow you to establish a right to rent. And because of the the vagaries of the right to rent and not being quite the same as a right to enter, that actually gives you a right to rent for up to twelve months, and that person technically would be overstaying their visa if they hadn't sorted things out after the first six months but that's not your problem um and rachel is now asking do all occupiers need a right to rent even if not named as a tenant absolutely um this is a a, a common misconception um right to rent is everyone who's occupying the property as their home who's over 18 you can't get around it by not sticking people on a tenancy agreement and you need to be alert to this because equally, if the tenant is saying, oh, I don't want to put those people on the tenancy agreement, you're obliged to ask why and do the checks anyway, or report them. Okay. And Vanessa is now asking, what happens when a person is p- applying for an extension of their permit or visa, and their current right to rent is expiring, but the new application has not yet been approved? It can uh, sometimes take months, um, but Vanessa says they do keep the reference numbers of their applications. Yeah, that's what the landlord's checking service is for. That's not, that's the kind of sign. I mean, I, this is a bit of a, a, a sore topic because the Home Office swears blind that all renewals happen in, in, in a couple of weeks. But but everyone knows that's a complete lie, basically. <laughs> um, and it takes months. Um, but that's what the LCS is for. Perfect. Um, Alison is now asking, if a person arrives and moves into a flat for 12 months, but arrived four weeks in advance and stayed in a hotel for those four weeks, do they need to carry out further checks as the 12 months will have been passed by those first four weeks? Yes. So again, you're mixing up here, right to rent status and tenancy loans. They're not the same thing at all. My right to rent status is, is 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 if I I mean obviously this is a, this is a very specific scenario. What you're really talking about here is someone who's who's probably flown into the country, and you're relying on the B five J S S K slash E E A check of seeing a boarding pass plus um, their passport, which is twelve months from their date of entry. Um, it, yeah, that 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 right to rent will go away and they'll uh, and it will go away before the end of the tenancy so you'll need to redo it yes perfect um we have donna now asking is the notice of possession the same as normal and what happens if the tenants stay in the house and don't leave do you follow the normal court eviction process uh wow <laughs> um if you're trying to evict them because they've lost right to rent status as part of your report to the home office you can ask the Home Office to issue you with a your tenants don't have a right to rent document, um, which allows you, if all of them don't have a right to rent, to bypass the court process and simply get a um, high court enforcement officer to remove them. And there's a process for applying for the necessary paperwork for that. There's a sort of form you fill in that they take. Um, if, um, 
some of the tenants don't have a right to rent, then you can use that form from the Home Office to serve them with a Section 8 notice citing ground 7 Big B. Um, and that's a one-month notice, and you can then proceed to evict, or you can use Section 21 if you do so reasonably promptly. Great. Um, Charlotte has now asked, you mentioned that we have to recheck the status of the right to rent for a limited visa, uh, limited time visa. Who is responsible if we do not manage the property for the landlord? Is it the agent or the landlord? Uh, in, in the first instance, the obligation is to check is, is on the landlord. The landlord can pass off their obligation to an agent in writing, but there are two levels of obligation. You can pass off the obligation for the initial check and you can pass off the obligation for the recheck, but you don't have to pass off both. So an agent could say, I'm not doing any of this. It's entirely down to you, which some agents do. They could say, I'm going to do the initial check because I'm doing, say, a let only, but the recheck is down to you. Or they could say, because they're on full managed, we'll do the initial check and all the rechecks and we'll take the back for it. Um, but agents can't pass off their responsibility to another agent. So it's either the landlord or the landlord's agent who are doing it. Now, now in fact, there's a loophole in the law here and that there's no reason why, in fact, the landlord couldn't appoint a third party agent for their right to rent checking alongside their main property management agent. But no one has yet really taken up that option. But that's a, that's, that's a, a bit complicated for, for today, I think. Perfect. Thank you, David. And now we have time for one more question. Our last question is going to be from Will. And he's asking if we can go back to the B5J SSK, the USA question. You mentioned electronic visa allowing six months to stay. He's asking, would we need um, or we wouldn't need evidence of said visa to apply the one or two month right to rent, would we? Uh, we can accept them having got through the border control as proof of right to enter. So the passport and boarding pass would be sufficient without the need for a six months visa. Is that correct? Wow. Um, basically, if someone is, is, has flown into the UK through a major point of entry with a passport and a boarding pass, the assumption is they couldn't have got into the country without having had the visa and passed through the electronic gate. So if they've got a biometric passport, so it has to be a biometric passport that lets them come through the gates, and they can show you a boarding pass, then the assumption is they've got a six-month visa, um, which is sufficient to establish a time-limited right to rent. A time-limited right to rent is valid for 12 months, so you don't need to care about whether or not they're in fact overstaying. Perfect. And that brings us to the end of our Q&A session this morning. Thank you very much, David, for your insight and expertise there. I'm sure I can speak on behalf of everyone listening in this morning to say we're feeling much clearer on what these changes mean for us uh, when they come around. So thank you, David, very much for joining us and thank you all for listening in. Another big thank you to David for joining us for what was a super informative session. It was a very detailed one. So if you'd like to check out the full written Q&A, you will find that at Newsagent. That's goodlord.co slash newsagent. We'll be back in another couple of weeks with a new podcast. But until then, do visit us at Newsagent if you haven't already. You'll find the latest news, data, ebooks, on-demand webinars, you name it, on the lettings industry. So be sure to check it out. Bye.